listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! Alright, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Pop star. Never stop, never stopping. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, man... Okay, so we're reviewing Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping, and I just got to say, great even before we begin, how much I love this movie. <laughs> I, yeah. a, a lot of people didn't even know this existed. I actually went and saw it in the theater. Oh. I, went, I went, it was date night in the theater, and Kira and myself could not stop laughing from the title screen to the credits, and immediately when it ended... Wanted to watch it again. So I went and told the world about this. Nobody seemed like they had any clue what I was talking about. And uh, then it got released on home video. So I got a copy on the Google Play. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then finally uh, convinced James on a on a slow weekend, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to log in and, uh, and check it out. And what would you think, James? I saw this based solely on your recommendation. And yeah, it was enjoyable and funny from start to finish. Yes, hysterical, Kyle. Yes, solid recommendation. And solid, solid. It was fucking hysterical. And it we was... haven't really talked about this yet, so I'm extremely excited to yeah. hear that. And it, it was good because um, you listeners to the show, you know, you know me. I'm the movie cynic, right? And I haven't seen a good comedy in a long time. You know that I genuinely am very harsh on the whole Will Ferrells and all the. Uh-huh. I mean, even the new like Spy and. Ghostbusters, which we recently reviewed. Oh, I, I don't think they're funny. This was the best comedy I've seen in a while. Yes. It was great, yeah. It I'm so really glad that you think that because yeah. after Kira and I left the theater, our, our pitch to everybody was, no, really, it is, it's one of those movies where it's actually a good comedy. Like, yeah. you sit down and the jokes are funny mm-hmm. and nothing really doesn't work throughout. It's a coherent piece of funny and a good comedy, and it's so hard to come by a good comedy anymore. It even has a satisfying storyline, Kyle. It does, right? It, it's a it's a music mockumentary following the life of Connor for real as he goes from young prodigy, good at everything that he does, awesome apparently at everything he does, yes. uh, to his time with a boy band group called the Style Boys, sort of a mock Beastie Boys slash Backstreet right. all in one. <laughs> Very funny stuff, and then he goes solo. And he achieves incredible success, and he sort of backstabs a little bit on his way. He steps on people on his way to the top. And all of that is chronicled beautifully and hysterically. And then he experiences a huge dip in his own popularity. He gets too big for his own britches, right? Uh-huh. And uh, he has to build it, all, build it all back up again after yeah. he crashes. And it is excellent, his, his, uh, the loss of all of his friendships, his relationships going south, his agent, his girlfriend, his everything, his friends. And then the recovery period, is all, it's all just so... Like I said earlier, satisfying. I don't want to give away too many spoilers right away, yeah. but it's not just a dumb comedy. But if you are a fan of Andy Samberg and The Lonely Island and their funny-ass music video clips, uh-huh. this is like 90 minutes of that plus a, a nice little story woven into it. Yeah, no? yeah absolutely. Oh, good. It's so good. And I think one of the things before we go into spoiler territory here, uh-huh. um, to, to look at this review is kind of funny because James has taken this off of my recommendation off of my Google account, and now is taking Loud on the Set into my world. And for the first time, James has walked into the booth here 
and has absolutely no notes. No notes. No notes. I do have the Lucky Podcast pencil right here. Listen. <laughs> and I got paper, and I'm scratching things, uh, my thoughts, as we talk. But I don't have anything ready. But no I was, pre-notes. Just my optimism. Just my, my, my positive vibes about So when you watch a movie, do you usually write the notes before or after the movie when we're going to come into the studio and no, talk during, about it? During, during the movie? Mm-hmm, during. Yeah. I... You recommended Pop Star. I didn't think we'd be reviewing it because I didn't think there'd be enough there to review. And, mm-hmm. and, and earlier, we, I even said, I don't know if we have enough. But we do have enough because we're going to vibe off of one another. Um, I usually take notes during the movie itself. That's why yeah. I can nitpick so well. And the reason that, the reason that <laughs> but I, I didn't note anything here because I didn't think there'd be a ah, dumb comedy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the reason I think it's important to review this is because I think it takes the idea of what it is to make movies and it creates something amazing. And I think this is worth sharing with people um, because from start to finish, this is a well-made movie. Yep. It was produced by Judd Apatow. So you know right off the bat that you're going to get uh, a level of care and comedy that's going to come with that name. Focus. Focus. That <laughs> you're not going to get with lots of other things. But unlike a lot of Judd Apatow's work that I do not enjoy personally, he banks everything on helping these people shape a good story. So Andy Samberg, uh, Yorma, and Akiva, um, their whole group, they've had, they started out as kids, like their little trio, making stupid movies. And then, of course, you know the rest of the story. They became internet famous. They exploded. SNL, two are writers. One's a big star. And they, they have the comedy. They have the content. And Judd Apatow, with a hands-off approach, was able to kind of shape this into a movie. Most Apatow films are incredibly long. They're overblown. I think that parts of them are incredibly too dramatic. There's massive tonal shifts. And he kind of goes hands-off and just lets them take it where it's going to go. And I think that's brilliant. Because if you watch any of their music videos or you've seen any of the sketches or any of the work that they've done, you know that they're talented enough on their own to carry it. All the all the music videos that they've made and everything. Absolutely, so that's where the style is. So we'll break it down. We'll talk spoilers Wait, let me, now. Let me piggyback yeah. on what you just said because a couple of points. Number one, it does have incredibly high production value. It sure does. It's, it's <laughs> super well made. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but number two, your point about being uh, produced by Judd Apatow. He has his distinct style. You can tell when a movie's a Judd Apatow right. movie. You know, mm-hmm. it typically has Paul Rudd in it. <laughs> anyway. Hey, there's a callback <laughs> joke, right? From from way back. Oh my god. Anyway, yes. Um, I I really appreciate what you just said. That you can't that he took a hands-off approach. You can't tell it's him. It doesn't have any of his signature sort of feel or style. Right. Um, and he does in fact bank heavily on the talent. He mm-hmm. he lets them shine. Yeah. So well done. Yeah. You know, thank God it wasn't a stupid rom com. <laughs> Some fucking middle aged bullshit crisis movie, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny, and the the critic reviews and the audience reviews across the board for the, for this are are hanging out at like kind of seventy five percent. Yeah. And I, I think that that uh, I think that is a great indicator of what you get from just going out and looking at like a score on something, you know, and not just talking to people about things because this movie has everything you could want in a movie, especially comedy. And maybe it's not getting those top marks because people that would go and review a movie are going to put it up next to any other 
drama film or anything that they've got to review for their column or their paper or anything and they have to show you know critical weight on yeah. that mm -hmm. but if you focus on what this is which is a hilarious romp into the world of music and extreme satire i mean from the title yeah. pop star never stop never stopping you just <laughs> know you're ready for satire and just a complete uh lampooning of the music industry and of these egos i mean we're talking about Justin Bieber here. I mean, for a lot of the film, <laughs> Connor for real is basically Justin Bieber for most of the movie. But uh, <laughs> but just brilliant. Well, quick side note, Kyle, and a quick shout-out <laughs> Quick shout out to one of our biggest listeners, Kev. Kev! You know who you are. Kev, I met you, man. He, <laughs> no, Kev, you got to, oh, yeah, that's right. You got to see this movie, Kev. The title alone should intrigue you because for the longest time, Kyle, when me and my brother were growing up, we used to criticize everything, right? Um. <laughs> My brother Kevin, uh, to my knowledge and, and to my memory, was one of the first people in my world of hip-hop and listening to it and being a fan of it to point out, yo, you ever notice how almost every fucking song is about not stopping? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my brother Kevin would be like, no one's trying to stop you. Like, no. And this, 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 this pattern of or this trope, if you will, of never stop. Yo, you can't stop us because we won't mm -hmm. stop. Really peaked with Puff Daddy. Yes. Go and listen to any Puff Daddy song from like the mid-90s to the early 2000s. Uh -huh. Everything's like, we're not stopping. And my brother would be like, hey, asshole, no one's stopping you. Like, <laughs> who's, who the fuck is trying? You're incredibly rich. You like what you know? Yeah. What is this perceived obstacle course Hilarious. that you're running? There's, yeah, oh, it's, it's like the Miley. It's the the new Miley Cyrus thing. It's like the 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 we won't stop. We won't stop. Like the nobody cares about what you're doing. You know, <laughs> you're out. You go party all night and nobody gives a shit. Well, so. Kyle, it's it's also it's funny too because <laughs> that would hit me after the fact. Same thing happens. I I later picked up on this trend that my brother so eloquently, uh, you know, like put in my face about Puff Daddy and the hip-hop artists. But, yeah, you get it with all the, like, the bubblegum pop and the, and the oh, boy bands yeah. later on. They go through phases, like Britney Spears. goes. Everybody goes through a phase of, like, first they launch all their mega hits, which are about, like, innocent love. Yeah, and, and, yeah, not, yeah. and then there's always a phase of them being doubted. Uh -huh. And I'm not a little girl anymore. I'm a woman. <laughs> get out of my way. And, and the Backstreet Boys are, Backstreet's back. All right. In sync, our strings are cut. We're not a... This, oh, your strings are cut. These are fucking really? phases. Like, In your boy band? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. They're unleashed on the world. They're not going to stop oh, anymore. No. Who will stop them? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> oh, it's so man. great. I love it. So the title alone. The title alone sets is, you up. It's so great. It's so great. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. yeah. This is here's, here's the spoiler turn. We're going to okay. bust this down. We're going to talk about some of our favorite parts because, I, I mean... If I if I can look at at faults and anything in it, you know, nothing I could ever say or think about overshadow is it. I mean, everything is overshadowed by the success of the film. Yep. I truly can't pick a point of the movie that that bothered me in any way. Or I I really had and I tried. I tried to walk into it. I, if you have some, I would love to chat about them. But it there was just nothing in there where I was like this was edited strange or this was nope. this was done bad or this acting was bad everything was just so spot on and ready to go i'll play devil's advocate yeah no please do only because i just want to play devil's advocate because i agree with you 100 yeah. <laughs> but if i had a gun to my head and someone said what was your least favorite part yeah. you tell me right now sure i'd be like oh the wolf scene there yeah. you go that was the closest thing kyle yeah. but even that me 
and the honey baby. Uh huh. The honey baby. The honey baby. We were watching it together. Um, we were cracking up during yeah. the whole thing, attacking Seal and whatnot. That was oh. like the least funny part. Yeah, and it's Yet still, still funny. funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The wolf scene. Yeah, there you go. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. you know, to me, the funniest parts are in fact the songs. The songs. The songs are. First of all, let, let's let's face something here. Uh, the Lonely Island and, and Sandberg and all this is a little click right there. Their lyrics, their flow, they are talented musicians. Incredibly talented They're musicians. They're talented. It just so happens that they are really, really good at making funny songs. Yes. But their their songs have good beats. They have good lyrics. They have good flow. They, You know, they mm-hmm. everything about them. Um, Yorma Tacone and Akiva Schaefer. Those are, his, uh, those yeah. are his, his boys. And oh, Andy Sandberg. The, so, three, the three little Jew boys who grew up to... <laughs> take I on from, and I think from Berkeley, California. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. They they just blew up. And well uh, done. I if I could I would want to hang out with them oh, yeah. so bad. Oh yeah, it would be great. <laughs> um but here's the thing, you watch the movie and after each music video or like tease clip or or spliced portion of a concert where they only do like a third of a song, you're right. like, "Yep, that's enough." Yeah. <laughs> that if that's the whole song, I don't care if there's a, not anymore. You're like, I can't wait for the next one. This uh-huh. is so fucking funny. If that if that is the 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 crowning achievement of this is it absolutely knows where every funniest point is and moves yes. on to the next <gasps> funniest thing. It yes, never Kyle. it never overplayed any joke, which is exactly the problem that you fall into with every other comedy that's out there. No song ever goes too long. Mm-hmm. You're like teased with just brilliance. Yeah. Every scene. Oh my god, like- the I mean, they go out on top on everything. Yeah. Like that's it. Like it's every scene is like a mic drop from <laughs> from the start to the. Fa- I mean, it opens up just like your classic. You know, behind the music, Connor for real comes on. Yeah, they just and set it up. They his it up. his like first line is, "Ever since I can remember, I was dope." And then they show a picture of him as a baby, like zero years old, like drumming <laughs> on a drum set, like fucking just killing it. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be awesome. Yep. And very shortly, you get the build up. You get the backstory all within like five minutes, like set up, and then they just launch into their first number, which is such a good song. And that's the first one is Humble. Oh, good. Yep. It's great. Bar none, I am the most humble list. <laughs> number one at the top of the humble list. It's just and you can you can let I okay, that's the other thing I want to say. <laughs> yeah. I have now watched this movie, if it wasn't evident. At least six times I've Whoa, seen it. Oh, yeah. it's right up there with Les Miserables. It is right <laughs> up there. It's exactly up there. I've watched it so many times, and every time I watch it, I find something new in the lyrics of the song or in the, the scene that I never saw before, and that is hilarious. I'll provide an example of this. There's a song that we'll talk about in a minute called Not Gay. And at the, at the very... He's doing a song, Connor For Real, with Pink about equal rights <laughs> for all and he gets to the end of the song and he concludes it by saying not gay and pink has been disgusted at him the whole time and i i did not notice the first time because i was just focusing on the music and i was just laughing too hard but her face at the very end when they conclude the song and they kill it on the last music sting she just turns to him and just gives him the most disgusted look but it's so minute and so downplayed and Jen just goes back to the camera that you would miss it if you were paying attention to anything else. So every time I watch this, I get something more out of it. Every every piece is... There's no fat on this film. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. It's totally trimmed down. 
and every single line, nothing is wasted. It's all a joke. Everything's a joke. Yeah. It's like everything that comes out of somebody's mouth is a joke or like a buildup. It's brilliant. Well, Kyle, I got I got something to do, to piggyback on what Hit you it. said about how you'll find something new every time you watch it. Yes. I call it I call it the Cirque du Soleil effect. Have you ever seen yeah. a Cirque du uh-huh. Soleil show? What happens in a Cirque du Soleil show for all of our <laughs> listeners is that so many amazing things are happening on the stage at once. You have no idea when to actually clap, and you have no idea when it's ending. You're like, yeah. Every little thing is more amazing than the next. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god, oh, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> like. And so in in the Cirque du Soleil shows I've been to, you get this smattering applause because no one's quite sure when yeah. it's like. It's just kind of continuous yeah. all throughout. And yeah. it's, but the thing is, because you, you don't know how to like measure out your applause, because mm-hmm. you, in a typical show, it's like, yeah, there's a grand finale, and you right. go crazy, so you've been holding it the whole time. With So what, what's my point here? With this movie, you laugh so often and so steadily that you know you're laughing over things. Like As you're yeah, laughing totally. during their songs, you're like, fuck, I probably just missed like a good three-second <laughs> clip of lyrics that were also hysterical. Right? Yep. You laugh over the jokes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. Somebody, please, somebody out there, Stitch together all the songs. <laughs> My apple the- pie is by far the most crumble list, but I act like it tastes bad out of humbleness. <laughs> oh my god! And here's the thing: here's the, I want to thank the people that made this movie. I want to thank them, Kyle. Thank you. Because sincerely, each you know, going back years and years and years, these um, Saturday Night Live shorts would come out like mm-hmm. Lazy Sunday. Oh yeah, or whatever you know them. They're, and they, they come out like once every, what, couple of months or a few uh, months, and you get one and it's gold. They get yes. a box, and you're like, you watch it a million times, <laughs> and you're like, oh, they, they, I can't wait for the next one to come out. You know, I'm on a boat, whatever it is. Now, Popstar is like 90 minutes of that drops on you at once. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, oh, Fresh. man, four minutes every six months, I yeah. get a funny video. No, it's 90 minutes, start to finish, pow. Yeah, it's everything. It's everything yeah. that they could have done so with thank you. with all their celebrity guests that they ever oh. got to work with on SNL. It's like bringing in all that star power. Everybody's totally on board and they want to just produce this massive thing. And when you look at it, all those songs, there's always that inherent layer of satire, you know, that comes from the fact that being in the music industry is inherently like comedic because you act all tough and everything, but in reality, you're just making music, you know? Like, you're, you're sitting in a booth, and you're either you're rapping or you're, like, writing something or you're playing an instrument, you know? There's something funny about thinking it's hard to be, like, an artist, you know? Like, I'm tough. I'm an artist of music, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just play play that up and just the, the shell of the identity of, like, the pop stars that are around, and they're just able to bring you all this new brilliant content and then just drop it on you all at once like are you ready for it okay did you keep up because here we go we're gonna do it kyle even even the saturday night live actor i don't know his name but even the saturday night live actor who played the ladies man the black guy tim meadows even yes normally he is totally like me. <laughs> even he's funny as hell in he's this movie hilarious and oh i've never God. think i've never thought he's funny ever in my life my favorite i mean i i Everything's my favorite in this movie, but <laughs> when I go back and watch it, Hunter the Hungry, you know, yes. when they, Connor, Connor's concert's not going great, so they want to bring on a, a an opening an act, opening act. Yep. so they want to pick the next big thing that's going to blow up, and it's Hunter the Hungry, this underground rapper whose lyrics in one of his raps are, fuck my dad, fuck my mom, fuck this song. <laughs> And he's just like, he's everything. Somebody describes him as, he's what's next. 
and he comes he comes back to talk to them and hit the acting i don't know that guy's name and i feel bad i don't but the acting in that moment where they meet him backstage. Do you remember this? Yep. And he gets introduced to Connor. He's like, dude, have you met you? Yeah. Uh, have you met you? <laughs> and he's like, we're going to turn up for show. And gets like all stoked and starts scaring people. And they're like trying yeah, like, to stay oh, excited. Yeah. But they're like, ah. <laughs> Get like freaked out. Oh, my God. So nuanced. And it's just wonderful. Yep. I loved it. Okay. So hit, there's so many songs in this. So many good parts. Hit me with like your your top favorite songs or scenes or anything from it oh i know it's it's slightly unjust to do this because it's too early in the movie but what really jumps out at me is the not gay song yeah you know and um i had that one stuck it was so funny i think it was because it was so funny and so clever and and yeah like i said before like the lyrics and the flow everything is on point and i was like oh my god this movie's gonna be great you know like (laughs) This movie's good. If the rest of the movie is like this song, uh-huh. not gay, it's gonna be fant. And it was. That's the thing. So it that was. that was when to me that's when the movie like blew up, yeah. you know, and like took off because there's a little bit of exposition at the beginning that yeah, it's not hysterical the baby joke and all that stuff. It's not uh-huh. hysterical to watch their friendship mature through the years on the home video footage and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good enough and it serves a purpose. But that moment because that oh my I, yeah, not gay. Yeah. yeah. Connor writes the whole song about equal rights for gays, but he has to make sure while he's singing it that you don't think he's actually gay. <laughs> so he makes sure to let you know throughout the song until he gets to the end, and then he's just saying what uh, wings, Leonard yeah. Skinner. Football, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> while he's rapping to let you know he's not gay. But then the punchline and, like, uh, on top of that, it, you know, it can't just be left there. Yep. It has to go one step further, and they cut to the next immediately after the song ends to Ringo, fucking right? Ringo Starr yep. sitting in a room, and he says, he's singing this song about gay marriage like it's not allowed. It's allowed now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. It's like, what an idiot. Let's move oh, on. Oh, great. So good. What about you, Kyle? Oh, my God. It is so hard to pick a favorite song. I mean, the the finale that they go through where they talk about all their incredible thoughts that can change the world and they yep. just say, like, they list off random shit. Like, uh, what if a garbage man was actually smart? These are the things that we're tearing apart, you know? Uh, that's so good. But the for cohesiveness of everything, I mean, the first song is definitely my favorite. The the humble song because it just sets up everything that the movie's going to be it sets up connor's identity you can tell that they built it all around that like trying to be like the best but not say he's the best but the fuck bin laden song is also very funny just epically funny <laughs> and pretty long too and it's one of the few songs that they allowed i think it went into multiple stands yeah, yeah it did oh it's yeah. good stuff you know here's something that i thought of <laughs> Uh, with all the these quirky you just mentioned there, <laughs> these are our thoughts, right? What was it called, that song? I think it was Incredible, Incredible Thoughts. Incredible And it's all wacky stuff like, what if a garbage man was smart? And you're like, <laughs> what if a man broke his leg in a hospital? <laughs> like, you know, funny little things like that. Every kid growing up thinks that they could do things like this. Like, right. me, and, me and my little crew of friends, we're the funniest people, uh-huh. right? Everybody swears that they have, like, the talent and the humor and the wittiness to pull these things off. And I mean, that's why we're here right yeah, exactly. now, right? <laughs> And these guys prove that, you know what, like, there's there's different 
tiers here. You There's know, like, a next level. But they are. They come from that group. They come from that like world I, totally. of, of three kids that hung out. Like, yo, we're funny. Like, forget what everybody else says. I, I don't oh. care if I fucking suck at school. I'm just going to do really good at like, like certain things. And I'm going to go with it because I like it. And I'm funny to my friends. And it it's lightning in a bottle. And it's their teamwork that that kills it. Because I don't know if this is the actual way that it is within their group. But when I watch it, I think I've seen it enough to kind of realize everybody's dynamic. Um, uh, the the guy who plays the DJ, Lawrence, in the film, um, who I think is Yorma, uh, <laughs> he, um, he's definitely the musician. He's the brains behind the beats and the music. You can, and they say that in the film, but you can, uh, you can kind of see that in how the rest of their career has gone too. He's not generally the one on the front lines writing like the, the lyrics and everything and starring in the stuff. He definitely is the music guy. And then, Andy Samberg is kind of like the idea guy or like the frontman guy in that these funny situations that they encounter and kind of like the idea, the identity of Connor and everything is built out of like his <laughs> persona. And then uh, Akiva writes all these these things that are so interesting. So for instance, the uh, the one little snippet that you get where he talks about these are the things in my Jeep you know oh, man. <laughs> he just starts listing off yep. this stuff like an empty sack a water bottle you know he goes through everything and they these are the things in my jeep and everybody was like yeah i didn't really connect with that song because i had <laughs> i had different things in my jeep <laughs> Nas, Nas came on to say that. it was so good oh, but God. he he comes up with like really fast bits things that are funny like that incredible thought song yep. and andy sandberg is definitely the exposition type stuff like the humble song and he's more the fast like one-liner kind of stuff mm-hmm. and together that team of them and that mix of talent just blows them up into these huge situations where they can like set up these big bits and funny things they've got snappy one-liners and then on top of it they're making this music video and incredibly talented musicians i mean the music that pours out of this stuff is so good you know andy sandberg has something else going for him too his incredibly expressive face yeah like a humongous (laughs) humongous mouth like big like lips oh yeah and the way he furrows his brow and is the gap in between his two front teeth (laughs) And so the movie's just jam out of him reacting to things incredulously. Like yeah. somebody tries to introduce reality to him at times. You know, he's that recoil <laughs> right. with like the half smirk. And uh-huh. oh, his, face, his grin stretches like ear to ear. It's like uh-huh. he's all mouth. You know? I mean, when he's, his career starts to go downhill and they show snippets of him caught on the news while he's passed out on a flaming hoverboard <laughs> rolling through the streets. I mean, what the fuck? Oh, it's, it's just great. too good. It's great. It's too good. And it's and it's perfect for its time too. Absolutely. It, yeah. it captures everything. It uses it uses the phenomenons of social media uh-huh. and being caught on clips on yes. phones, <laughs> uh, tablets. The, oh Kyle, the way it fucking tears apart TMZ. Yes. <laughs> The Honey Baby had no idea. She had never seen an episode of TMZ before. But I, was like, I had never seen an episode of like, TMZ I was before. Like, I, and so she wasn't laughing. I was cracking up. She goes, what's so funny? I go, this is a perfect spoofing of TMZ. There's some dickhead with a tight-fitting T-shirt walking around. This shot like, for shot. Yep, It shot is identical. I they, watched it afterwards. Did you? And Thank it, you. Because Kira, Kira lost her mind. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, I thought it was funny because of the people and what they were doing. But I had no idea that that is exactly what it is. Yep. That's the complete look and everything. Of, of, of a room full of losers sitting at their cubicles like, 
sniping about celebrities and sucking and on their uh, big gulps. Yeah. <laughs> Go into the store. Go into the store. The store. The store. Whatever line they said, I don't know. But I was like, this is a perfect teardown of TMZ. You have no idea. You have oh, it's so brilliant. So brilliant. It is so brilliant. Oof. What Kyle, else is there to say? Let's give it a grade. Yeah, let's grade it. I'm gonna give it an A. In a one of the best comedies I've seen in a long time. Solid A. The Solid only a. reason it doesn't get an A plus from me, if if we were grading this as a comedy movie, I'd give it an A plus. Just because as a comedy movie, I mean, I think it sets a standard for things, but as a movie, it gets a solid A. And you know, you've watched it a lot because you fell in love with it. I have seen it a lot. I've seen it once, and I immediately said to myself, rather than watch it again quickly, I want to let a lot. You ever do this? Let, yeah. Intentionally let a lot of time pass to forget. Yeah. Because I want to forget a lot of the jokes <laughs> and witness it all nearly fresh again. Right. So I'm going to let some time pass. I'm dying to watch it again. I'm dying. Excellent. Well, I don't genuine enthusiasm. I here. don't know if there's ever a, a more glowing review from Lap on the Set than two solid A's, and I've seen the movie a million times and want to see it, and you're I'm just you're I'm just, just ready to watch it again. Intentionally not watching it again. Excellent. Yeah. Oof. Oh man. Well, with that, we are out of time for our impromptu uh, discussion yeah, on great. pop star never stop, never stopping. Uh, what a wonderful movie. Yeah, I love it people. so much. Uh, Loud on the set with Kyle and James. You can check us out on YouTube, iTunes, anywhere you can find podcasts. We're there. Uh, send us some mail. If you've seen Popstar, please let me know and let James know <laughs> yeah, yeah. what you thought of it because I want to know who's in the club with us here because I just thought this was brilliant. Send us some mail. Let us know. Loud on the set at gmail.com. Again, thank you all for listening. I implore you, if you haven't seen this movie, find it. It's out on all the electronic world you can rent it for like four bucks you will be happy that you did get a get a group of friends together and have a wonderful time see you later yeah the plot in the vein of like spinal tap it it traces the life of um the what the fuck well the style oh edit this out okay (laughs) What's his name in it? Andy Samberg's main character? Andy Samberg's main character is... Uh, is how, what the hell? How can I not know this? Uh, They're the Style Boys, and his character is... <laughs> this is almost funny enough to keep in here. Holy shit, I can't flashed all over the screen in uh, huge letters the whole time, Kyle. Uh, what the heck? It's okay. I have to think in context of it. Conquest. Connor for real. Connor for real. Connor for real. All right. Oh my Pick it up God. there. All right. Connor for real. And cut.